1: Come on, tell you me really y'all. Think that? Do you really think that the world gives a damn about uh, you? Hell yeah, no, it uh, don't. Uh, Get told people who you're gonna turn to. and you're gonna turn yeah, to. Uh, listen, people. You better take a look at yourself, yeaah. Yeah. Talking to my people. You're living like you're living, living like you're living. Caught up in the make believe, lost in Get your dream. Ghetto people, stop, stop giving me. up your self respect. Stop it, you Talking to my people, yeah. Life can take some strange turns on you. Living with the banks the cold with a day that's not worth having chances on the shore falls a free. you're never gonna feel what you need when what you really want inside You like it like a rage just want like a rage to Get on up stop doing what you doing to yourself you got to learn and love yourself
2: you are listening to African Perspectives where we view the issues of our day from an African worldview and African center perspective This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission to our ancestors whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders whose shadows we walk in. I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters, in the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet. It gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water, from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors, and we say the word ashe. It simply means, so be it. So we pour this libation to God for all that God has done and for all that God will do. We say ashe. We pour this libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity. Everyone who has lived, everyone who will live in the future, we all have a common ancestral root in Africa. We pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture. But there were others as well as Tymere, Pont, and Nubia. So we poured us libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe. We poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zonghai, Benin, Great Zimbabwe, civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankarae at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So we poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, we say, Ashe? We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So we poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani. The Holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. We pour this libation in their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. So we say, sashay. We pour this libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured a libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured a libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Mark Vesey, Harriet Tuttman. We always resisted of family we need each other we don't have good family life there's a saying conditions shape conduct and consciousness the conditions in our community are bad the conduct towards each other is not good because why we lack consciousness and consciousness is more than just awareness consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically who you are culturally So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family, brothers and sisters, let us all say, Ashe, Ashe. Ashe.
3: You are listening to Time
0: for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com.
2: Good. Morning, African world. You are listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on Time for an Awakening dot com and Black Talk Radio dot com. And I am your host, Baba Oshi. Hotel family, hope you are well today. Hope you had a great weekend and hope you continue. Of course, this is the Labor Day weekend, so many people are off today. Hope they get a chance to do something positive or something good, connect with family, or whatever. And, uh, but there are, there are no holidays here. We Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern, we here. That's right. So, other programming. Oh, this is African Perspectives. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain, or 8 to 10 Pacific, any other time around the world. But if you cannot listen to this program live, you can go to our archives at timeforanawakening.com. Top of the page, you'll see podcasts. Click on that. The drop-down, you'll see African Perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that are dated and titled. There's a shortcut you can use. Just go to whatever search engine that you do use, Firefox and an Explorer. Time for an Awakening. Put in babaoshi.net, B-A-B-A-O-S-H-I.net, and once again, programs that are dated and titled. Other programming we have here on Time for an Awakening, this program, as I stated, is every Monday, Wednesday and Friday 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and then there's time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard Fridays at 8 p.m. and Sundays at 7 p.m. time for an awakening and of course the number to call is 215-490-9832 215-490-9832 I've some special guests and so I'm going to go right to the NHASM so I'm going to skip the announcements today, because I want to make sure we get enough time in to talk about uh, the uh, Power Building Conference, the the Building Power Summit that is going to take place, uh, (coughs) the 15th, 16th, and 17th in Mississippi, so we're definitely going to make sure we deal with that, so we're going to read the NAACM, which we do every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Dinyasa Sim of Daily Revolutionary Thought. September 3rd. Leadership and security are basically incompatible. Kwame Ture and Charles V. Hamilton. Leadership requires knowledge and consciousness, and knowledge and consciousness by default require action. Knowledge for Africans in this anti-African reality is basically consciousness of others' fear and hatred disguised as superiority. It is an awareness that we are not and shouldn't have no desire to be their family. Therefore, for Africans to truly be knowledgeable is for us to know that there can be no security for us in any other, in anyone else's house. Although built with death, domination, and destruction, it is their house, it is not ours. What we have in their house, in the end, is owned and controlled by them. We are simply unwanted guests, no matter how formerly indispensable, who have been allowed to uh, accumulate various amounts of trivia and trinkets in order to help facilitate their further empowerment over us and to keep us from recognizing their oppression of us. Security requires us to have our own house, our own nation, fully empowered to pursue and defend our interests. However, at this moment, if we are to be true leaders among African people, we must relinquish the idea that we can become secure enough in the house of our enemy to speak our minds and fully act on those thoughts. For any such thoughts will naturally reverse our permanently disposed position in that social order. It is only logical that there is no security for revolutionaries in the house of those who seek to remove f- from power over them. No destroyer willfully embraces his or her own destruction. Affirm I seek no security in this reality. I work to liberate myself from it. Affirm I seek no security in this reality. I work to liberate myself from it. September 4th September 4th September the 4th Time only dilutes the convictions of the weak. Obi Igona. Africans subintegrated into European culture have been psychologically traumatized by a split personality that goes far beyond any veil which makes us question whether we are African or American. We have been cursed by a tearing away of our spirit from our person. And under the unrelenting assault of an anti African reality, this has created havoc in individual. African minds, totally disconnected from the truth of our ancestors and the justice they demand for their descendants. Spirit and mind are one for Africans. Spirit not only brings African people into an awareness of our origins and humanity, but it also connects us with our personal responsibility to rebuilding of an African world. Disconnected from spirit, Africans become frightened, other directed individuals, fraught, with the same psychopathic apprehensions as their destroyers. We find ourselves being drawn deeper and deeper into a downwardly spiraling abyss of despiritualized whiteness. There are many questions we need to have answered about this mind-spirit disconnect and the process of reconnection that warriors must go through if we are ever to be able to bring our creator-given talents in line with our true power. Affirm, at every opportunity I call on the strength of our ancestors, I say. Affirm, at every opportunity I call on the strength of our ancestors, I say. That's right. And we're going to call on the strength of our ancestors this morning because we're going to talk about something that we can attend that will strengthen us in that way. But first, let me do this.
0: It's coming. This is to be Black Liberation Movement, Elmer Geronimo Pratt Gun Club, presents the 7th Annual Black Liberation Movement Building Power Summit 2023. Building Power Summit, Free the Land, Undivide, and Reclaim, September 15th to the 17th. Jackson, Mississippi at the historic Black Tougaloo College. Portions of the conference to be aired on Time for an Awakening Media, Black Talk Radio Network calling all serious black power organizations, revolutionaries, organizers to attend this divine experience. For more information, contact Brother Patrick Lumumba, 662-560-5434, Sister Crystal Denise, 405-361-4751, and Brother Nick Bezel, 512-364-0050. That's the 7th Annual Black Liberation Movement Building Power Summit 2023.
2: I say, brothers and sisters, we have on the line with us, Sister Crystal. Good morning. And Brother Patrick Lumumba. Good morning, my brother.
3: Morning. Thank you for having us today.
2: Oh, it's a pleasure, brother. Greetings. Greetings, my sister. Greetings. And uh, uh, 901. Is that the other brother? In Memphis? Some
3: other, we probably got some other members on. Uh, but Baba Oshi, that's tuning in today. So okay, okay, we, good.
2: We okay, excellent. Yes, and we'll, if they want to say something, all they do is hit hit star twice. Hit star twice if you are in the queue. Hit star twice or just once again dial 215-490-9832. You're just uh, two weeks away. Oh, yeah. Actually, really, it's next weekend. Next week, next week in is the conference, is the 7th Annual Building Power Conference. And uh, man, what a lineup. You got a, a lot of good stuff Sa- Saturday, excuse me, Friday, September 15th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. That's going to be at the Smith-Robertson Smith Robertson Museum in Jackson, Mississippi. And then Saturday, September 16th from 9 to 6 p.m. at Tougaloo College in uh Tougaloo, Mississippi. And then Sunday, September seventeenth, from nine A. M. to three PM at the MW Springer Grand Lodge in Jackson, Mississippi. Those are the venues and tell us something about what's gonna be what the uh, uh conference goers will will experience.
3: Oh yeah, but oh I guess I'll <clears throat> lead out <clears throat> concerning the let me let, let me let me give the introduction to this summit again for those who are listening in uh can fully grasp what it is that we have going on. This is the seventh annual Black Liberation Movement Elmer Geronimo Crack Gun Club building our summit, free to land, undivide, and reclaim. I say. Uh, Brother Ocean, we, we made uh, a commitment to this summit seven years ago. And uh, we vowed that the theme of the summit would never change, uh, building power. Building power will always be our goal, you know, with this summit, and um, it, it, it will always be that. But we subtitle every summit as well to put a point of emphasis and a point of focus on a certain particular thing that we need to remind ourselves of and that we need to do. So, this year's sub theme is free to land, undivided, reclaim, And that basically comes from the fact that we're moving the summit to Jackson, Mississippi this year. It's our first time ever moving the summit. It has been conducted in Mississippi, uh, in North Mississippi, the prior six years. But this year, for uh, a lot of reasons, we wanted to move it to Jackson, Mississippi in the spirit of Chuck Way Lumumba I and Mega Evans. It's good. And uh and, 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 and to respond, brother Baba Oshi, to the attack that has been levied on Jackson, Mississippi. You know, the blackest city in the United States of America racial
2: We were speaking, I, you know, of course, Choko Lumumba's son is the mayor of Jackson, Mississippi, and uh, they have been going through a water problem, a water crisis, for some time, and um, and money has been allocated from the state, more importantly, the federal government, but it's being controlled by the Caucasian uh, governor. If I, am I correct? Who has a battle with Mumba and the city as it relates to how those funds will be used to correct the water problem
3: you're very much correct you're very much correct
2: and in, in fact um uh the brother who I promote here on this program, Brother Moses West and the Moses West Foundation, Brother Moses West created a atmospheric water generating uh, technology, a water machine, and he, the, the machine is in Jackson, you know, but it's it's on a small scale, but the machine, the one he has there, can generate gallons of water 24-7, 365, you know, and what it does, it, because see, there, <laughs> even though there's a water crisis, there and many other uh uh places around this around this country and literally around the world the 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 problem is access to water cuz there's water everywhere and what the machine does it extracts the moisture that is in the air and it goes through a filtering process it only deals with the H2O molecule that's why when Brother Moses West was on my program some months ago, and that's when they had that uh, train derailment in Ohio. And, of course, all of that toxins were spewed into the air. And I asked him, would the, would the machine work in a, even in an environment like that? And what he stated was, yes, it still will extract the that's in the air, but it'll only... Deal with the H2O molecule; all the other stuff will be kicked to the curb, and that H2O molecule, which is water, will be filtered, cleansed, sanitized, and then you open the tap up; out comes uh, clean drinking water or usable water for whatever. And and and, and that uh, machine is was used in Memphis. to' me, it's Not Memphis. That machine was used in Jackson, but the problem. They had other issues, outside issues. In fact, the money that was allocated, or should have been allocated, should have been to Brother Moses West and say, hey, you know, this is not the solution. It is part of an overall solution. There's no doubt about it that many places in this country, even where I'm from, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, some of the piping is so old and lead. All this stuff needs to be dug up. That's what happened <clears throat> in Flint. And they still haven't done it. Barack Obama, when he was president, what he should have done was send the Army Corps engineers to Flint and then along with other contractors to do the job that needed to be done to fix the water crises. But now. And it's still, and it's not being done in Jackson. Because mm-hmm. I bet you any money, if these were predominantly Caucasian and affluent communities, they would have been done. They would have done it. Mm-hmm. See? So that's why I, 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 I'm I, in total agreement with what you uh, are doing uh, next weekend to uh, exercise power, to say to the, to the so-called authorities, we are here, we ain't going nowhere, and we want to make sure that our issues, our the grievances, are dealt with.
4: <laughs>
2: Go ahead. Nine zero one. No. Okay. So, uh, now has a conference goer. Give me some more particulars about the conference and what I'm going to experience those for those three days.
3: On day one, okay, uh, yeah. So see, would you let me uh, say this right here to sure. uh, kind of further elaborate on what it was that you were just saying uh, sure. concerning Jackson? Sure. And I'm gonna let Sister Crystal kind of give the rundown. Okay. On the day. that's gonna take place. Okay. So listen. So you are exactly right. Uh, brother uh, Baba Oshie, assessment what's going on with Jackson. I'm 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 gonna make it a little bit more vivid okay to understand uh, Mississippi is experiencing a civil war. The civil war is taking place in Mississippi. And the war is between Jackson, Mississippi and the state of Mississippi. It's essentially against the leadership, black leadership in Jackson, Mississippi. And the white legislature and the white power structure, plantation economy structure in Mississippi. Jackson, Mississippi, uh, when Chuck Way Lamuma Sr. took the hymn, he brought with him a political vision for poor and disenfranchised people, aka black people. He made it very clear. And I hope to make this very clear at the summit, what his political intentions were. He made it very clear that what he was doing, he was doing it in the right place and in the right space and in the right time. I said. Uh, one of the things that Chuck Wendell Mumba Sr. stated, and Sister Crystal can correct me if I'm wrong, she always do, um, he stated that the people will determine when the, the, when the leadership, when they're ready for this type of leadership. So the people had spoken, and Chuck Wayne Lumumba became the mayor and the primary visionary of Jackson, Mississippi. White people began to the writing on the wall, and they began to move politically to dissolve this black power mindset. I was looking back at some of Chuck Wayne's interviews with white people, that were interviewing Chuck Waite. And it was an interesting uh, title that they put on Chuck Waite. I heard white people refer to him as the most revolutionary mayor in American history. Mm. I think black people need to go back and really listen to that. The most revolutionary mayor in American history. We got to study that. You know, like, Mm -hmm. like, uh, Baba, uh, 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 Professor James Small, he had visited one of our comics. Uh He came down here and he taught me uh, very well. Uh, but he left me with one thing that I'll never forget. And I listened to you and your prelude into the show. And it was echoed in that. Baba Small said, we have to remember what we already know.
2: Hmm, I and said.
3: this world is taking us so fast, Baba uh, Oshie. O- o- it's taking us so fast that we don't even remember what happened yesterday because this world is taking us so fast. So we don't remember what Chuck Way's intention was. We got to be politically reminded, but these white people have not forgotten. So what you got a civil war taking place in Jackson because right now his children are at the hill in Jackson, Mississippi. And um, they are fighting very hard against mindset and the ideology and the potential of the blackest city in the United States of America. So, that water situation, it ain't that you go to Jackson, Mississippi, and the air is bad in the bad water. Jackson, Mississippi is suffering infrastructural racism. That's right. Infrastructural racism. It's just like what you said about uh, Flint, Michigan. We need political power, uh, political money, federal dollars, that should be flooded into take care of 40, 50-year problems that were inherited Chuck Wale Senior that's exacerbated uh, under the the ring of Chuck Wale Junior. So this has been a problem. This was a problem when white people were into hill in Jackson, and we inherited this problem. And the government has become deficient in dealing with Jackson, Mississippi. So Jackson is suffering historical racism, infrastructural racism, environmental racism, and systematic racism all the way around. So. That's what we got going on in Jackson, Mississippi, along with a lot of other uh, diameters, uh, uh, brother. Mm-hmm. Brother,
2: I should. I say yes, Yeah, sister Crystal.
5: Yes. And so, yeah, brother. Patrick, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and, and brother Patrick is always so on point. And um, and so we want to bring, and that's one of the reasons, you know, as I stated earlier, we want to bring attention to Jackson and we want to have it in key places, the event in key places in Jackson so that people can have a total experience of what's going on in the city um, as well. And look at uh, the neglect of uh, the historic, Black historic spaces as well.
2: That's great, and, and, and so I think I think that needs to be uh, that attention. Even though uh, last year there was some attention given to Jackson because of the water uh, crises and some going back and forth between uh, the mayor, Chokwe Lumumba Jr. and the uh, governor and its administration, and the problems that you see uh, have been, as <laughs> just as uh, Brother Lumumba said, exacerbated by the. Ineptitude of the state government, and and it still yes. Go ahead.
3: Okay, let me add this because what Chuck Way determined, I'm talking about senior determined, created a Exodus out of Jackson, Mississippi, and people should understand this. And if we spend enough time in Jackson, and I hope that y'all that we do because we're gonna do tours, we plan to do tours. This is not an event for people that listening in. The 7th Annual Black Liberation Movement, Elma Drummond, Pratt, Gun Club, Building Power Summit. See, I like to say it all. Because the people that's involved in putting it together are some very, very important people. And they should be commended of, of, about what they're doing. So I say it all. Um, <clears throat> Jackson, Mississippi is very important. When Chuckway made his decree to basically America and petitioned to black people, to basically basically migrate to Jackson. He had a great intention for black people in the Western Hemisphere, okay? So when white people see this, they begin to exodus out of Jackson, okay? So they created the outskirts. They created the Flowwood. They created the Ridgeland. They created the Madison, okay? These, as you come into Jackson, you will see what white people exited out and stole tax money to build these places up and leave Jackson poor and deprivated and anybody that was uh, at a human Jackson would be faced with these diametrics and governance actions okay so so we we have to understand the I'm sorry okay but we go, have to yeah, go ahead Jude, the uh, yeah go ahead you
2: yeah go ahead you because you broke up on us brother but go ahead
3: oh okay I'm sorry um we got to understand all the diametrics that's dealing with jackson because our people are so oppressed and so uh, disenfranchised so we start looking at each other as the cause of the problem. You know, I have navigated in Jackson and people are disenfranchised with uh, it's, it's a segment of our people are disenfranchised with the mayor and his leadership because they don't know how the political dimensions of white supremacy is challenging our leaders in that space. So it's hard for us to understand uh, the layers. That's why we're having this experience, so that people can come and they can really sit down cuz we didn't got too much uh too in, in my assessment we have become too social media oriented and we are not 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 real reality oriented so we got to come and sit down and we got to come and talk about what Kwame was talking about when they were coming into Mississippi because they seen the numbers they seen the despair of black people and they seen the need for organization so right now We back at that at that uh, point in our reality. We have to get together and begin to critically organize. Jackson, Mississippi ain't just black people in Mississippi, Jackson, Mississippi. It's all of our Jackson, Mississippi. We don't have another city like this, and that's why I get so excited. Atlanta is not even this city, you know. And and I know you over there in Atlanta, it's not even this. And you'll see when you come into Jackson, Mississippi, what it is that we're talking about. So. I'm excited, brother. I'm excited that we're just two weeks out. feel a little bit uh, under, un- underserved because this year we got the Elmo Geronimo Pratt Gun Club who has came in and did a lot of the work that me and Susan Crystal and the Black Liberation Movement would have been doing the, the prior six years. So we have a lot of help this year, and we plan to do this thing on a way broader and bigger scale. And we intend to show more, and we intend to network and unite more and organize more this particular year.
2: I say, well, I'm excited too. I'll be there um, myself and um, my good friend, my 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 brother, brother Kwaku. We plan to be there. I tried to see if some others would come along from here in the in here in the Atlanta area, but uh, I don't know what you anticipate. But I hope that those who are listening will, you know, make an appoint to come down to Jackson, Mississippi, and to support what you're doing in 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 get a good, clear understanding of what's going on and how we can help. You know? Because that's what we need. We need functional unity. We need, even though you can't be there physically, you can donate some money or you can uh, lend some expertise. Jackson, Mississippi could be that turning point for us here in this country as we you know, organize and stake a claim. I ain't saying I ain't talking about here in America because I know I, I, I the 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 in the Nyasa sim I just read states to you this is theirs, not ours. I understand that. But why we are here, we don't need to suffer. We need to challenge. And we need to make things right for us. And so therefore what's going on in Jackson, Mississippi calls for us not just the brothers and sisters in Jackson but calls for us as a people to make this happen right because if they're suffering you know there we're next wherever you are you're in Memphis you're in Atlanta Chicago whatever See, so we need to rally we need to support and I'm hoping that uh, the attendance is good but whoever is there I hope we all come there with the mindset of, you know, developing to get things done. To come there to talk about the issues and how we can make some commitments to get things done. Because that's that's the bottom line. You know, this, this water situation for Jackson should have been corrected many years, just like it should have been corrected and it has not in Flint or in, in other major cities that had Water issues. This this society, these folks here, <laughs> they give lip service to a lot of things, especially when it's predominantly us. Like I said, if that was a community uh, where there was predominantly Caucasian, they would have fixed that problem. But th- you know, here. You know, th- you know the situation, brother Lamumba. It's it's mind over matter. They don't mind doing to us what they've done to us because to them we don't matter. Even though we say black lives matter, the only black lives should matter to us. Our lives should matter to us, each other. I give less than a rat's ass if they matter to Caucasians, because they've shown that they don't. But they should matter to us. And by by that we come together to solve our problems come together just like just like the Nguza Saba the the number one thing in the Nguza Saba and the underlining thing in the Nguza Saba is unity functional unity that's why Umoja is the first principle but then there of course is self-determination collective work and responsibility cooperative economics purpose creativity Faith, and if and if we understand that and put those in our everyday lives, imagine how how far we would be. You know, so I, I'm looking forward to it. Is there a um, a registration fee for the conference? Of course, you want
3: to respond to that. Uh, I can go ahead. No,
5: I. No registration fee. Um, we want you there to share this experience in the city of Jackson, um, because we, we'll, like I said, we'll be at different historic places, like Tuskegee uh, College on Saturday, uh, HBCU. There, that was that was instrumental during the civil rights movement. A safe space. We'll be at the Smith Robertson Museum that Friday. Let me go back to Friday, and that is in the historic district uh jackson fair street district mm-hmm. and so when you come you'll see how uh, resources were taken and as brother patrick said and allocated into other areas surrounding jackson like the ridgelands and the madisons and clinton in those areas so we want to bring awareness to those and visit some historic places in, in that area not not just the Flint robertson museum but marshall's music and bookstore the oldest black bookstore in the country uh we'll be having lunch provided by the big apple inn historic restaurant there uh in ferris street district as well and as brother patrick said we'll be taking tours one of them will be to mega evansville there in jackson we all know and honor our beloved ancestor baba mega Everett. Uh, And then, uh, as I said, Saturday we'll be at Tougaloo, and then Sunday we will be at the M.W. Stringer Grand Lodge that is, I think it's like across the street from Jackson State, the Jackson State University, another HBCU in the city. But all these events are free, so we want you to come to share this experience so that you can be inspired encouraged and grounded to take back the lessons. Because Sunday we'll be having breakfast with the elders. So we want you to take back the experience and the lessons and, and, and do the work. I say. We can do the work in our communities and then we can do the work collectively.
2: I say. Do the work. That's three packed, eventful days for our, our people. And there is no registration fee. Friday the 15th from 10 a.m. to 5 at Smith Robertson Museum and the uh, tour of Meghares' home, other historic uh, uh, sites and districts. And then on Saturday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. at Tugaloo College and the health awareness sessions and guide of Tugaloo and speakers and so forth. And then Sunday, September 17th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the M.W. Stringer Grand Lodge breakfast and fellowship with the elders. It's going to be exciting. I, like I said, I'll be there. I'm looking forward to it, and to um, make announcements and 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 talk about it again on this program uh, next week, leading up to it, and then of course giving a recap of it when I get back to tell you folks all <laughs> all that you've missed and you know let you know what's being planned and how you can help because this is right. you know uh, when you when you have this kind of uh, conference. it just ain't coming here and some people and you go home. You have, No, right. this is something that you know, that we need to come together. We need to make uh, some commitments to assist Jackson, Mississippi in what they're going through and a lot of our people in other places of what they're going through. That's, a, that's just how it is and that's what we need to do. A lot of times we go to conferences and pay big money you know, big registration fees and, yeah. and get all kind of and walk away and like nothing's happening. Like we all good. Nah, we <laughs> ain't. You know, there's issues that need to be addressed, and by our presence, let us hope by our presence, especially if we get the kind of numbers that I hope that we do, that we will make a uh, impact on the community and assist our brothers and sisters in Jackson, Mississippi. Right. So, aside from the conference, what, what um, because I know there's, there's there's evening times available. So, what, what do, you, what do y'all have planned for that? Just, just on your own.
3: Yeah. Well, <coughs> can you hear me, Brother Osi? I sure you can. Go ahead. Something.
2: Go ahead, Brother Lamumba.
3: Okay. Well, we we plan on, Baba Osi it to be a full experience. Okay. And so uh in the in the planet in the planet of some uh, in summit past, um uh, we have been dealing with how we plug in the uh the air state, you know, uh, of summit because prior to this year, uh it was a four day event. You know, now it's a three day uh, not event experience. It's a, it's a three day experience. But okay. so we want it to be full. You know, so we plan on uh the itinerary bids for our people, and uh, we've been planning around it. So if we create any airspace, it really won't be any airspace because the camaraderie will be so strong that it would be, the, you know, the, the same experience whether it's scripted, you know, if, if it's on our itinerary or not. It's going to be plenty to do. It's going to be plenty of powerful uh, organizers, um, activists, you know, uh, people that have been dealing with the social injustices uh, that we have been dealing with across the country. You know, it, it, it's gonna be here. So it's gonna be a lot of camaraderie. We're gonna create what we call uh, Radio Row. Uh, I hope that y'all get in here early Friday because we wanna create a media uh, frenzy in Jackson. We, we want the news there. We want all, uh, uh, you know, if you're a podcaster, come on down and do your own interviews. Let's set up some interviews and, and, and get some real uh, media coverage of this event. You know, live stream do whatever it is it takes to let people know what's going on in Mississippi. And wow. let me say this, Brother uh, Oshie. I want to put something in perspective uh, for people concerning this state of Mississippi as it pertained to us historically, as it pertains to black African people historically. Uh, William Faulkner, one of the great white writers here in Mississippi, very renowned author here in Mississippi, very respected author. William Faulkner, this concerning Mississippi. He said, if you want to understand how the world works, first you need to understand how Mississippi works. That's a very, very powerful statement. I don't use white people as a standard for nothing, but I want to use that for people just to look at. Because he was talking to white people and whoever else was missing. If If you want to understand how this world works, you must first understand how Mississippi works. We're talking about the system of racism and white supremacy as it pertains to everything now, black people, from my assessment, Brother Ocean, to take that into account as well because the power structure of white supremacy and the overt racism that's practiced have been historically practiced in Mississippi has been uh, unabated. You know, the, the murder of Emmett Till was unabated. You know, we worked on uh, when Keith Beauchamp and the Till Legacy Foundation came down uh, last summer doing research for the movie that he was about to produce, they went into the Greenwood Lafleur County Courthouse and they found the warrant that was still alive. that had never been executed. Right, right. Okay? They right. found the warrant. It was still in the basement of the uh, courthouse. We got active on that because that's an injustice to black people and our humanity that we wanted to address mm. due to a lot of layers of racism, even the racism that filters into the black uh, leadership. We have black uh, capitulated, what we call it uh, with Mississippi on the move, with our ground agenda, Mississippi on the move, our political agenda that's sweeping the state. We want to remove capitulated black leadership. We want to remove weak ass niggas. Yes. We want to remove yes. them from the places of leadership in Mississippi, which yes. has the most elected black officials in any other state of America. We got a real agenda going on here, bro. So as William Fowler said, the unabated racism that Mississippi had perpetrated and the fear that it had uh, invoked got to be responded to with black liberation. So if we can break the yoke of white supremacy in Mississippi, where can't we break the yoke of white supremacy? If we can break the yoke of white supremacy here in Mississippi and become a permanent people here in Mississippi, where can't we do this? So I want people to understand we're not just having an event. We're trying to organize the most powerful organizers across the nation and bring them here to Mississippi, bring them here to what uh, Bob Zane Small called the Africa of the Western Hemisphere, bring them here to Mississippi where, uh, Chuck Waylon Moomer and other great uh, black uh, 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 historians called the Kush District. Bring them here. Where so many black, uh, uh, not slaves, like you said in the beginning, uh, brothers, sisters, prisoners of war, Africans yes. were bought in yes. for the sheer purpose of creating astronomical wealth for white people. People really need to understand the importance of Mississippi in the grand scheme of things. Why are so many black people left in the Delta in despair today? Why are so many black people still there? Why did so many migrate out? I just left Chicago to live in the unity for one of our greatest problems, Dr. Laverne Murphy. I went down 79th Street and Hawthorne Street, and hell, it looked like Indianola, Mississippi. That's right. It looked like Indianola, Mississippi. I even stopped and asked a few people. I even stopped and asked a few people. I said, where are you from? Uh, uh, excuse me, I said, where are you from? She said, I'm from here in Chicago. I said, no, really, where are you from? Where are your grandparents from?
4: Mm-hmm. Lo
3: and behold, it was not Mississippi, but it was the South. Yeah, I said, ma'am, I was mm-hmm. just doing a survey. While I was here, okay? And I was, I was, I'm from Mississippi. I, I I facilitate the Black Liberation Movement in Mississippi, and I'm here in up upstate Mississippi.
2: That's right. I'm here in up, up south. south you up south?
3: Okay? Yeah. That's and she said, you know what? My uncle and aunt is from Massachusetts. I said, we just left Massachusetts, okay? So, we already know this. I'm mm-hmm. just trying to tie and connect the dots like Dr. Murphy said. He said, we're not as divided as we are disconnected. Lamova, disconnect the dots. I do Disconnect the dots. Let's the Black Liberation Movement. Elmer, Geronimo, Black Gun Club is trying to do. We're trying to reach out across the nation and bring us back home to our Western Hemisphere home and, 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 and begin to connect these dots and begin to organize for power, black power, and create an international relationship with our brothers and sisters back in the homeland, create a system of pan-Africanism, because we farm around here, Brother Osh. We farm around here, Mm -hmm. okay? We have agricultural initiatives around here. We want to grow enough wheat to enter into a conversation with the African Union. Yes. And and dissolve the relationship with Ukraine, the breadbasket of Europe, and Ukraine is trying out a system of wheat. Hell, we can go to we right here in Mississippi. We gotta be self determined. And these are some of the things that we gotta be exploring at the seventh annual Black Liberation Movement, Elmer Drummond, uh Building Power Summit, Free the Land, Undivide and Reclaim
2: Summit. I say, that's right. And that's what we have to do. We have to be that assertive and that bold and that committed, unafraid, unabashed. I'm telling you. I I I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward how the Proceedings are going to go, cause that's that's where my mindset is. I'm 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 have more years behind me than I have ahead of me, and and the years I do have ahead of me, I would love to see our people begin to act in a way, behave in a way, and do things in a way that are liberating, that are self-determining. I'm a I'm an African sovereigntist, man. I'm a Pan-Africanist. You know, I I, I give less than a rat's ass about begging crackers for nothing. But what I do care about is African people coming together and doing things for themselves, doing things within that community to strengthen it, for, to strengthen it for families, for education. Not the education that, that that the public schools have put on us, but education that helps liberate our minds, and our hearts to do things. We got a call. Let me get a call in before I go to a but I'm going to go to a break. Uh, four, oh, she hung up. Okay, Sister Bia, call back if you, if you can. I think I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a break, Brother Lamumba, and um, Sister Crystal. When we come back, we'll gauge more conversation. Uh, open up the phone lines, of course, and have mm-hmm. a conversation with brothers and sisters about the seventh annual, you know, Building Power Summit in Jackson, Mississippi. Three powerful days of great experiences of our people coming together to do things for us brothers and sisters. You're listening to African perspectives here on the motherland media network on time for an and black talk radio We'll be right back. You stay with us.
0: You are listening to African perspectives with host brother. Oshi on time for an awakening media, part of the black talk radio network for podcasting or live program scheduling. Hit them up at timebornawakening at gmail.com.
6: Connections They take my directions When people say That's okay They don't bother me I'm ready to make it Don't care what the weather Don't care about the trouble Got myself together I've been the kind of protection That's all around I call i sí.
0: you are listening to time for an awakening media part of the black talk radio network for podcasts or
3: live programming hit them up at time for
2: welcome back brothers and sisters once again you're listening to african perspectives here on the motherland media network on time for an and black talk radio network.com and uh have my guest with me, Brother Patrick Lamumba and Sister Crystal, and uh, talking about the 7th Annual, 7th Annual Building Power Summit in Jackson, Mississippi. That's next weekend, Friday the 15th, Saturday the 16th, and Sunday the 17th in Jackson, Mississippi. the The plan is, of course, since there's no registration fee there ain't no hindrance. Just get there, family. Get there and be supportive. Get there and l- listen and learn about all the things that are happening in Jackson, Mississippi. Because if it's happening in Jackson, Mississippi, you know what's happening where you are. You know, but the movement said that Jackson, Mississippi, is the is the African <laughs> is the African center of America. Yeah. Because I know that uh, if you live in the in the um, middle south, down south, you live in Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, and even Kentucky or Tennessee. You travel straight north. You follow U.S. Highway 41. You connect with that. And you travel straight north. Indianapolis, Chicago, Milwaukee my people I'm I'm I, although I moved back here to Atlanta but my people are from Georgia they came at the first migration in the early part of last century my mother was born in Milwaukee in 1926 my grandfather I'm a little upset cuz his brothers and sisters they went to Chicago as they were traveling up that highway. They they stopped off in Chicago and 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 he went about a hundred some miles north of that to Milwaukee. Oh well. But yeah.
5: Well my 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 family migrated to Milwaukee as well. I was born there.
2: You were born in Um, Milwaukee.
5: I was born in Milwaukee. (laughs) (laughs) But my father was like, Okay, I had enough of these winters I and know I that's right. So we moved back to South Arkansas.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. That's why I'm here. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shoot, and, and especially, especially with climate change, these winters are more vicious than than yeah. before. You know, you may right, have you, right. you may have some decent days, but that that's the thing about climate change. Is not about you mm-hmm. know the 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 planet get warmer cuz it is. That's a fact. That's mm-hmm. a fact. Mm-hmm. But also too there uh uh climate extremes. So it's extreme cold, extreme right. snow, you know. So yeah. <laughs> so how do That's how right. how long did y'all stay in Milwaukee? Uh
5: I was 10 um okay. when we moved back. And 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 I tell brother Patrick and other people all the time, I'm thankful. That my father had the foresight and wisdom to move us back south um uh, you know the south is is has a bad rip and it's it's warranted but at the end of the day he moved us back to a small community where i was raised in the village and uh at the time the town was still segregated and you know even though so many people think that that's a bad thing it's actually not when i reflect back on it because it was a safe space i
2: said you're so, right yes
5: and, yeah. Um, it was a safe space, and that's yeah. and that's what you know we had to do. When I when I think about that, and I think about Jackson and other uh, you know majority black populated cities, these could be we got to get them back to safe space. Yes. Um, we have to do that. We yeah. can't rely on anybody else to do it, but ourselves. I I said you know we asked that question if not us, then who? I said if not us, but then no one. Mm -hmm. I mean, we got to look at the fact and the history and and everything that we've gone through and experienced. No one, if not us, then no one. Dr. John Henry Clark said we have no friends. That's right. And so we have to come into that awareness. And and that's why, you know, I know that something is going to be powerful when people actually come and experience and, and feel the spirit of ancestors like Chugway Lumumba there in Jackson. There's a whole space dedicated to him in the Ferris District, in the Republic of New Africa, and just having that experience of walking those streets and the sidewalks of where our ancestors were so heavily. You know, at one time the Ferris District, almost all of the residents of black people that lived there were homeowners, and they controlled that space, and they controlled that market. And, and feeling that energy and that spirit, um, we know will help awaken us to what it is that we have to do in our black spaces
2: what does it look like today
5: <laughs> neglect uh, you know and, and as you started earlier you know part of it is us believing in ourselves mm-hmm. that we can revive these places and you know stop neglecting stop running and chasing around right. white people
2: right that's the thing you know, you, know, you right. want to integrate with your oppressor. You want to integrate with the people who can't stand you, hate your damn guts, right. and they're doing things to eliminate you, but you believe that their ice is colder as opposed to, let's work mm-hmm. together to build up what we have. You know, educate our children in mm-hmm. the knowledge of ourselves, right. to create jobs for each other so our money mm-hmm. can circulate within our community. You know? You know, exactly. one of the thing about I know you are. You, are you living in Oklahoma City now?
5: No, I lived there for five years. I just kept my Oklahoma number. I'm in Mississippi.
2: I'm in the same area as Bunty. My- okay, okay. You know, because I've I've, mm-hmm. I've visited Oklahoma many times. Tulsa. Mm-hmm. I went to the I went to the Anna I went to the commemoration of, of yeah. the of the massacre, and mm-hmm. uh, a couple years ago, and you know. 2021, and uh, you know, really, it's it. All of these places where we had control, the Caucasian who was so evil and so selfish and greedy, could not fathom that these African people, these former my slave, is doing so well that they vamped on these communities and destroyed them. To where now, today, there is not one place that I know of, and, and if Brother Lamuma, if you know, or Sister Crystal, if you know, there's a place where decent-sized city that we control, that that the jobs in that city, the, the stores in that city, the school in that city, the hospital in that city, or town, whatever, whatever word you want to use, is controlled by us. It ain't there, you know because we have uh after being devastated like that it, it i guess in in some of our minds it's like hey, no sense in trying to do that. let's try our best to you know get into the cities or get into uh integration and assimilation and 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 get into these schools and be the best that we can be and And look what our situation is. Oh, yes, there are some of us who got money. There are some of us who are doing quite well. You know, but when you look at the dynamics of this society, every social ill, you name it, is more profound in us than anybody else. And even though our numbers, you know, are are what they are, they say we're only fifteen percent of this this country's population i i i I think that we're more, but the reason why we're not as many as we should be is because we've been experiencing you know a stagnant population growth for a number of reasons you know uh, mass incarceration, homosexuality, going with people outside of us. You know, so our population has been stagnant. Where where Caucasians though, their population is declining. They've been experiencing negative population growth. That's why they're so anxious to make sure that they safeguard shit and 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 of course eliminate other people. You know. Yeah, substance abuse. Man. And so these conditions will not change for us until we change it. It is incumbent upon us to come together, work together, pull resources to change it. And so that's why this conference is important to talk about these situations and what are we going to do. You know, state capital, federal government, even local government. If you're in control of the local government, there is an opportunity unless you got a bunch of scared negroes handkerchief heads bootlickers then you won't nothing will change but if you got a good group of brothers and sisters who understand and and they're willing to do whatever they can to make the change get the monies that are coming into the state that come to the city to build it up to prepare repair roads, repair the infrastructure, build schools, do do all those things that are necessary to have a good community. But it, it, it won't happen, brothers and sisters, just because we want it to happen. It won't happen because we hope it happens or wish it to happen or beg for it to happen. It happens because we make it happen. 646-646, good afternoon.
7: Hey, what's
2: happening, Um, I was just tuning in, man. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I'm on the, the Did you call, have a
7: guest on there? Yeah.
2: Yeah, we do have. We have Patrick Lumumba and Sister Crystal uh, out of Mississippi. The seventh annual Power Summit is going to happen in Mississippi next weekend. Next weekend. Um, what part of Mississippi? Jackson. It's going to happen in Jackson. Okay, great. Yeah. The, the 15th, 16th, and 17th and and there's a whole lineup of things that are happening. There is no registration fee. Just come there. Get to Jackson, Mississippi you know and, and, and experience uh, the 7th Annual Building Power Summit uh, A lot of good activities are being planned on that Friday They're going to be at the Smith, Rob, Smith Robertson Museum in Jackson and uh let me look, put my glasses on here, man. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna tour Mega. that's some they're some tours. they have meet and greet, and some tours at Mega Ever's home historic, Farish Street District, and so much more on on that day. Lunch is provided. I'm telling you, man, it's just get there. Saturday the 16th, from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Going to be at Tugaloo College. Yep, they're going to be at Tougaloo College in Jackson. Did a health and awareness session, and it's got a tour of the Tougaloo and speakers, and and then on Sunday the seventeenth, from nine a.m. to three p.m., M.W. Stringer Grand Lodge in Jackson, Mississippi. That's another very historic place. So I'm looking forward to uh, being there. Brother Elliot and uh, Brother Richard are going to be there supposed to broadcast. Oh, that's there. beautiful. Yeah, brother Ellie and brother Richard. Did. In fact, I'm going to go ahead just for you, Jay, and 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 play the commercial again right quick. And and so uh yeah.
0: Here we go. It's coming. Mississippi Black Liberation Movement, Elmer Geronimo Pratt Gun Club, presents the 7th Annual Black Liberation Movement Building Power Summit 2023. Building Power Summit, Free the Land, Undivide, and Reclaim, September 15th to the 17th. Jackson, Mississippi at the Historic Black Tougaloo College. Portions of the conference to be aired on Time for an Awakening Media, Black Talk Radio Network calling all serious black power organizations, revolutionaries, organizers, to attend this divine experience. For more information, contact Brother Patrick Lumumba, 662-560-5434, Sister Crystal Denise, 405-361-4751, and Brother Nick Bezel 512-364-0050. That's the 7th Annual Black Liberation Movement Building Power Summit 2023.
7: I say.
2: So oh you, man,
7: that's 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 yeah. great, man. So you gonna be there for the whole conference?
2: Yeah, yeah, me and Excellent, yeah, yeah, man. Me and, yeah, me and we're gonna, we're
7: gonna Oh yeah, down yeah. I heard you earlier. Yeah. Oh, that's good, man. It it should definitely be a a, a powerful, um, you know, conference, yeah. man. Yeah.
8: You know, the the
7: thing about Jackson, Mississippi, man, is it's uh. Very, very cultural place. I mean, they they had, you know, over, the, I guess, the last 20 years, it has really, really grown and developed, unfortunately, the water situation. Yeah. But I remember a couple of years ago when um, Chokwe Lamuba, who I had the opportunity to um, know a little uh, while he was in New York doing some of his legal work. Um, you know, went down there and became the mayor and then unfortunately died and his son took over. So there's a lot of possibilities for, I think, black people in uh, Mississippi, uh, Jackson, even though the crackers that surround it, man, they got serious problems with it as far as giving services and trying to take over things of that nature. But Man, it would be something if we could get a lot of black people to move back there and build it up even more. It would it would really be something. I think that's something they should talk about at the conference.
2: And they are, yeah, Jay, they are good. And you're right, good. And 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 because, uh, you know, it was clear uh, talking with brother. uh, Hey, uh, brother Lamumba, do you know brother Kitchens,
3: Kimmy Kitchens? Kitchen. That name raised a bell, but I can't I, I haven't I haven't had a conversation with Brother Okay. Kitchens.
2: Okay, I he was been. he was working he was working with Brother Moses West and the Moses West Foundation with the water generating water. machine. Right. So yeah. And and trying to deal trying to be that go between Moses West Foundation and the city. And uh many times it wasn't going good because I mean not not the city basically, but the uh uh the governor. And, and and state right. government. I mean, even though Jackson, they're right there because that's the capital. But still, there's a lot of conflict. You know, and so I'm I'm really anxious to find out where that is when I get there. You know, how much progress has been made, or what's what's going on. So there's a lot I'm looking well, forward know, to being there. Go ahead, Jay.
7: You know, the thing is, there, there really should never be conflict when it's something for the people. The people have to figure out how they make it to where is it's not conflict. And they bypass people like the governor, who basically, as the young folks would say, is a hater. But, I mean, it, it it it's definitely a place to where, you know, you got a lot of retired black people who have some assets and they're not living a quality of life where they're at. And, you know, we got to figure out how to get people to move to places like Jackson, secure it, give them the services that they need. And, you know, do the necessary things well, to to make a place like Jackson an enclave of where black people should want to be and go to de- de- develop. You know what I mean? Right. It's just like I'll give you a quick idea. The way things are going now with technology, Jackson could be a technology hub to bring not only retired people, but young people and things of that nature. I, I think there may be a sister that was building a technology hub in Jackson. I'm not sure. I think I heard something like that. But if if it is, it is, that's the place where it needs to be developed and built to be able to give something to young people and to give some of the um, conscious black folks a place to grow and develop and a place for the elders to be secure. So, I mean, you know, Jackson is a.
2: It could be that kind of model. Right. Right. It could be that kind of model. But once again, it's about resources and it's about what do we, what what does a city offer to have companies come in to to build their businesses there you know uh the, the bottom line is the young people leave you know the the young people want to leave
7: and yeah and but that's well, that's okay. what you're dealing with technology and it it's really not about corporations and things of that nature. With technology, it's just having the ability to be able to, let's say, someone's into cyber security to have the, the the resources to set that up. That's not based upon a corporation or anything like that. That's based upon having the the fiber and the wiring and things of that that nature. Which, from my understanding, that's supposed to be part of this whole um, infrastructure act that, you know, this this character supposedly um, has, you know, created. So yeah, we'll I, I don't know. But yeah. the thing is, there's so many opportunities available to grow a place like Jackson, Mississippi, if we could come together collectively and
2: right. well, figure it out. Point. Hopefully exactly.
7: that'll happen this that's, week. That that's we can. the
2: point. Uh, uh, brother Lamumba, go ahead, please.
3: Yes, sir. I I, I didn't know what I did the right thing, but I think I think you told guests to mess start twice to respond. Right. Yeah. And I was I was I was chomping at the bit to get in right there. I wanted <laughs> to get in that conversation right here because what the brother is expounding on and what you are responding to him with is the conversation that we need to be had. And not only that, that was. That was the ideology of Chuckway Lumumba. See, I mean, like I said, I go back and I study the the, the 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 SS, and I see his vision and what he was intended to do. And he was very on purpose. He was very intentional with what it is that we're talking about right now. He actually pitched for black people to reverse migrate back to Jackson. He told black people to come back to Jackson. He told black business, "Is your he told black people, if you want your business to be successful, come to Jackson, Mississippi. He was going to put the politics behind the economics. And we got to be intentional like that. We got to have the audacity to do that, the courage, the particular fortitude to do it. And we got to craft a uh, 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 layer of politicians because we have capitulated out politicians. We have created this... Uh, well, the structure of racism, white supremacy has created a buffer zone of Negroes that mm-hmm. basically yes, they yes. don't want to develop. okay? Mm-hmm. And we have to know that on the grassroots level, and that's why I wanted to allude to this right here. The indigenous politics that we practice in our grassroots efforts has to transfer now to the electoral side of things. So these black people that getting the by black people, gotta be the right black people. Like mm-hmm. uh, I heard you mention, Baba Mwalamu Baruti, one of our greatest teachers of the day. That's yes, right sir. there in Atlanta. In the COVID, Institute. yes, yeah, sir. That's one of our greatest teachers, bro. We got. We are directly connected with Baba Baruti. Okay, so Sekou is in constant contact with Mama Yah and Baba Baruti, I and share. Mama Yah is from Mississippi, by the way. Okay. But what Baba Baruti said to me a few years ago, when I got so depressed because we thought we had done something with the election of Biden. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I felt the full gravity of black people feeling uh, 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 some type of weight because Trump was gone. Uh, that Bob Baruti called me to lift my spirit. And uh, we began to talk about black misrepresentation in politics. And he said something very critical to me, and I carry it with me uh, on our agenda. He said, we have inconsequential politicians. They don't make a difference for black people one way or the other. They got to change. And I'm employing, you know, that people begin to really understand our dynamics here in, 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 not just Mississippi, in America. That's right. And I read, a, I read a book once called The Devil You Know by Charles Blow. I don't know whether y'all are familiar with that or not. But the book does a great job of explaining to black people if we really, really, really want to make consequential change for black people in America, we really need to entertain the idea of reverse migration back to the South because that's where we are in concentrated numbers. Mm -hmm. People don't even realize that Mississippi is the blackest state in the United States. I didn't say blackest city. I said, right. the blackest state. See, right. When we, when we, right. when we migrated out of Mississippi, when we migrated out of Mississippi due to the thick cloak of racism, the pressure that was put on black people in Mississippi that got no relief from the federal government, it got no relief from the state government, it got no relief. We exited out of Mississippi and we went to destination cities uh, as close north as Mississippi, Tennessee. As far north as New York and all the cities in between, St. Louis, Chicago, Milwaukee, uh, Detroit,
2: that's where we went. But in reality, those are just cities. But see, and at we one time, Lomuba, if you remember at one time, a lot of us yes. did that because of jobs. And, and, and the fact yes, that, that we are job seekers, uh, we're not job givers, and those who we seek jobs from can't stand our ass. And, and, and would relegate us right. to you know and so we're looking for jobs, but now it's moving it, it, we, we can come back because those jobs are over. A lot of the jobs that were in the north are gone. and now we must come back quick? to to the south with different industries with different types of, 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 of jobs that we can do and to build infrastructure within these cities. It, that, there is a possibility, easy. Do we, we have the, the will God, to do it? It's
3: not just a it's, it's, it's not a possibility. It's something that we really need to entertain. Right. It's something that needs to be in our conversation in our churches, in our HBCU, in, in, in our spaces, in our homes. It's something that should be a premise yes. conversation that we should be talking about. You know, uh, the reverse migration aspect because this is the thing, uh, uh, Baba Osi, and to the brother they call in me. Because Mississippi has 82 counties. Half of them counties are predominantly black. So what happened, and I'm not the biggest political uh, 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 scholar in the world, but I understand common sense shit. I understand things that make sense. That's logical. What happened in Georgia? Stacey Abrams took the lead, or uh, whatever she did, To convert that state, can y'all still hear me? Because one of my Bluetooth just went out.
4: Yeah,
2: I can hear. Yeah, we can hear you good. Yes, go ahead.
3: Okay, she's trans. That 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 effort of organizing transform transform that state from red to blue. Am I right? That's right. Okay, Stacey Abrams. We had the conversation with Elliot Booker and Richard Wright when I was on a couple uh, weeks ago. She was entertained again and asked the question. Miss Abrams, if you were to do this type of organizing and political flip of a state again, where would you do this at? She stated clearly, Mississippi. Mississippi, because of the the, the 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 human resource that's here, the potential for black people to have a real self determination. Charles Blow and his writers and Devils, you know, he entertained this. He said he won't do it. Because he loved, he lives a lavish life. You know, he he, 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 he works with uh, uh, white uh, media, and uh, but he wrote about what was real. And I think a lot of black people like that. They can state it, but they're not going to do it. James Baldwin said the same thing about Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. He said, hey, I admire them, brother. Hey, I'm just an intellectual. I'm not going to do that shit now.
4: Mm-hmm. I'm
3: not doing that. He loves just talking to white people on right. big platform, okay? So, so my point is, brother, we got to have the audacity and self determination to do these things. We got to hold our people accountable. We got to hold our leaders accountable. You know, one of the greatest uh, teachers I had, uh, uh, Bobo Murphy, that passed away. He said the black black people in America got a problem. Come basically from three faces. He called them the three P's. He said the preachers, the politicians, and the professional black people have so black people out mm-hmm. and we got to meet we got to yes. have that conversation brother yeah that's what things like the summit is designed to do right on is to have the critical conversation and create the critical uh uh activity that we need and to create a critical mass of black people because we don't need all black people we just need no. a critical man right of black people no we you need don't need everybody committed.
2: you don't yes, need sir. a section of everybody you need those individuals who are committed and dedicated to doing the work to make it happen yes sir that's it. That's you got it. it. Let me let me take this caller. Sister Ibea, 404? Yeah,
8: greetings. Greetings, greetings my sister sister. Free, free the right. land. Free the land. Free the land to you and yeah. to our awesome guests. And we say will. we're going to free the land by any means necessary.
4: Say. And I <laughs> am uh,
8: joining the program, and this is awesome. Uh, the uh, the conference that you're planning. And I'm going to just say, I say to uh, Chokwe Lumumba, I mean, he was the most profound, revolutionary Pan-African nationalist. He was so awesome. And, you know, he continued to rest in peace and power and glory. And we call him his name. He was such a visionary. And I'm shouting out to uh, his uh, family, Sister Vakiam and Antoine Chokwe. And so yes, uh, I think brother patrick had said earlier we we, we got to just keep supporting our brother and and he does have a lot of support you know and, and from the African people, and we want to continue to 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 support him i mean i w- i attended the um uh the the home going for uh brother chokeway honorable uh Chukwe, and it was such a mu it was a a a, a Profound, beautiful experience. I mean, people from all over the country, the world came, and, and just to honor him. I mean, the people in the city loved him because he was among the people, and Chokwe Antoine spoke, and he, you know, they they, you know, they uplifted his his father, and he said, "His spirit lives in me. His spirit lives in me." And I'm saying, I say to brother Chokwe, I'm saying job well done continue on brother, with with that spirit i say and uh and so uh that's what it is and so we we and people are fighting to come together i think this is so awesome uh they said i had had a they said there was gonna be some speakers saturday also and i I didn't know if you could um elucidate on the speakers and also one other thing is um you know we, we we had made mention of you know the politicians can be a a profound problem, and need to be called out. Now I thought, uh, you know, just uh, example of part of this 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 kind of fiasco. Reverend Al Sharpton had spoke um, a little while back. He said he's calling all of the black. He's having a summit with the black mayors in the country, and he left. Uh, I don't think he left. Um, well, uh, you know, he left. Tulare, that's you know, our mayor Mississippi, and so you know that I, you know
2: that that's like a. I thought that was insulting. And, and what happened? And wait a intense, minute, like, wait, wait, Sister Bia. What happened? Al Sharpton called a conference with all the American African mayors, and 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 gave everybody and all those individuals infant, uh, invitation. And uh, Brother yeah, Chipway was, was not invited. Yeah,
8: uh-huh. Right. He left them out. He was talking about the mayor over in New York, How he, you know, that, whatever that Adams or whatever, yeah. you know, and all this different cities. I said, well, what the hell? I mean, uh, you know, that, that, that was an abomination and that's why it's progressive and really revolutionary for the people. And so he, he left them out. So, you know, uh, that's, that's a problem. We got to come together and, and, and support him. But I I I I was appalled by Al yeah. Sharpton doing these kind of things, leaving leaving him out like that. You yeah. know. So well, uh
2: you know, one of the things yeah. is uh that some of the misleadership are individuals who have gained <laughs> prominence in mm-hmm. a position, such as Al Sharpton, Ben Crump mm-hmm. I mean, you know, all of their they they're not leaders. They're not. Mm-hmm. You know. They're opportunists. They're figureheads. They're, they're not leaders. They're not, you know, I know that Al has his uh, conference every year, at the National Action Network. Yeah, National Action
4: Network. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And he has platforms. But I'll say this. What revolutionary items have come out of it? What has been done? The situation is pretty much the same. And yet many of these people have become wealthy. They have become very comfortable. You know, some have argued that they're like pimps, poverty pimps. You know, our condition is the same or sometimes even worse, but yet their position monetarily has grown. Uh, You know, the bottom line is all these things need to be called into question. And I look forward to the conference in Jackson, Mississippi next weekend. To talk
8: about these it's our, things it's and grassroot, more. Grassroots, grassroots movement. It, yes,
2: it's, it's awesome.
4: It is. Yeah, and
8: I and I, I know Sister Crystal had I, I, you had asked you were gonna uh, they were gonna give some some more details about the the um the program. I know they said the locations, and I was wondering uh, what other speakers uh, they would have. Okay. On Saturday. And I'm looking forward. They said they're having the eldest Breakfast Sunday. I mean right. this is Corbett, so I didn't know if she had any more information
2: she could share with us. Okay.
8: Sister Crystal.
2: All right, thank you, Sister Abia. Uh,
5: yes, yes. Uh so I, I know uh, Brother Patrick is gonna be one of the speakers, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um uh, and uh we'll be having uh Brother Nick Bezos the founder of the Emma Geronimo Fat Gun Club, uh, Baba Akieli Moja, who wrote We Will Shoot Back. Um, mm-hmm. And and that's a profound piece because many people think that Mississippi, black people in Mississippi just kind of just, you know, lay down and were quiet and, and let white people dominate them. Uh, but <laughs> if you hear the story, you know, you, you it, it's great to learn better. Uh, You know, you have people like um, C.L. Chin, E.W. Steptoe, uh, Mama uh, Janie Brewer, who fought back against white terrorism Mm. um, in the 60s Mm -hmm. and during the freedom movement. Uh, Our great father, uh, Skip Robinson, Alfred Skip Robinson, you know, who single-handedly dismantled the Klan in the 1970s in uh, Marshall County. And so... uh, hearing these stories and learning about the fight back of our ancestors and elders uh, is going to be inspiring. And uh, so Baba Aguile will share those stories with us as well. We have Brother Akil Parker of Philadelphia, <laughs> who is determined to do away with the math, accepted math efficiency. Right on, beautiful. So he,
2: I just had him on the radio program last week, yeah. Brother Akil Parker.
5: I saw yeah. that on, your know, website. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, you know, he's one of my brother, Patrick calls him a weapon.
4: Mm-hmm. He's
5: one of our uh, weapons in this fight. Uh, and, and just, you know, making that connection to math mm-hmm. and, and using it in our everyday life because if you don't know how to think logically, you definitely going to be taken advantage of.
4: Right.
5: And so, you know, and you know, I, I'm, I'm big on the literacy, aspect and mm-hmm. so we team up and we talk about math and liter and reading and how they are connected and what we need to be doing about them, about mm-hmm. that deficiency i say, say yeah
2: well i, I, and I, to- and I don't ahead, know bro-
5: brother patrick want to add to that yep go ahead brother patrick yeah just
3: a little bit more uh, uh because the sister the, the mother of uh, the mama Uh, I don't know who she was, but she seemed to know a lot uh, intricately about, you know, the indigenous and uh, the uh, grassroots struggle. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's what we attempted to do. Uh, We're trying to bring the grassroots and what I call the spirit of black people, not a co-opted, not a a uh, 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 co-opted, diluted uh, uh, agenda, like what we have with the function of the NAACP, the Urban League, and all these different things that craft people like uh, Al Sharpton. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And, 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 and you able to get up there on platforms and forget about uh, anti-Lamumba when you're talking about black males in, 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 in the United States of America. Come on, man. We ain't playing like that. So what we're trying to do here in Mississippi is is galvanize the grassroots spirit the understanding that them young folks that came from Howard University were slick when we're talking about people like, uh, the elder, I'm sitting here with his book right now in my lap, uh, Charles Cobb, this nonviolent stuff of Get You Killed. Uh, when we're talking about uh, uh, ancestors like Stokely Carmichael, the great Kwame Ture, who came into Mississippi, he didn't come down here to lead. Mm-hmm. He came down here to find the leaders that was inherently already here that's and same. organize around them. Yes. See, that's, that's, that's the misnomer that, that, that people have, man. This conception of Mississippi that we some weak, backwards, retarded people. That's not so. Mm-hmm. We, the people that can take a piece of wire off the ground and fix your car. Okay, we, them people. We, the people that Barbara James Small said, we retain the most Africanness than any people in the Western Hemisphere. Okay, so that's why we got to come home. That's why we have to revisit this spirit. You know what I'm saying? So we can begin to structure ourselves again, to really build an infrastructure and fill ourselves again and stop living through this social media lens. We got so many what I call neo-revolutionaries, mm-hmm. new revolutionaries that don't inherently understand revolution. They don't understand that it's gonna take bloodshed because when we start to build what it is that we done to build, what you think these devils gonna do? Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, so we we gonna have to get ready for that. That's why I come you have had a marriage of the civic-based organization aspect of liberation in the Black Liberation Movement and an Elmer Geronimo Pratt gun club and a man of the moral character as a Nick Belter that can see the groundwork that's being done by people like Crystal Denise who decide to organize the ICA Academy under the banner of the Black Liberation Movement. And they decide to say, you know what? Y'all moving. We took Mississippi on the move and initiative to go into the predominant black township and have the conversation with black people that's controlling their own government. But they're doing it at a deficiency, okay? And so we decided to go into their these cities in Mississippi.
4: Mm-hmm. And
3: Nick Belzer saw that with what he was doing across the nation with with the two A movement for Black people defending themselves. And he married. We married each other in that, in Nashville, Mississippi, last year. We became one entity. Because we're dealing with these areas of battle, uh, Baba Ocean. Mm-hmm. We're dealing with the right. uh, economics, the education, the entertainment, the politics, the labor, the law, the sex, the war, the religion. And we added help. So we we understand that we're going to have to merge and marry civic development with the protection that we're going to need if we're talking about real nation building. That's right. Are uh, we just talking about the theory of nation building? Yeah. We're talking about practical application. We grow our food here. When you come here, you want to eat some food that came out of the Mississippi ground? We we make sure we do that every year to make sure that people understand that it's not just uh, something that we say. From uh, 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 there is no culture without agriculture. Well, prove it. Let's prove it. Let's show our people this. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's what we at. You know, uh, 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 Baba Ocean oh, man, we there. We want to dispel. The, the the idea that we are not our ancestors. See, our young people got their whole thing going. Right. Back. We are not our ancestors. No, I, I hate that. I hate, I hate that. It. I hate it. Yeah. We gonna dispel that. Yeah, I hate yeah, that. We gonna shit. dispel that because I am. I am HW. I, I mean, I am a uh, Hartman Turnboat. Yeah. The one that told Martin Luther King when he came to Mississippi. This is the one that told my. Don't so nobody know Hartman Turnboat, but he the one that told Martin Luther King when he came to Mississippi. He said that nonviolent stuff gonna get you killed. Boy. <laughs> okay. That's right. Who's talking to Martin Luther King like this? Mm-hmm. Who's talking to Martin Luther King like this? Somebody who know these white folks. Mm-hmm. Who know the system of white supremacy. If you really want to know the system of white supremacy, ask a black farmer. Mm-hmm. Just go back and ask. I know we ain't got none of these days, but ask black farmer. They know the system of racist white supremacy. And Harley mm-hmm. Turnbull told Martin Luther King. He said, that nonviolent stuff will get you killed.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: It's going to get you killed. And so that inspired people like Charles Cobb who came down in their early 20s foregoing their education to come down here and help organize black people, meeting people like uh, 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 Fannie Lou Hanks, creating the freedom democratic Party. We got to revisit that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to revisit that, bro. All right you got me excited this morning, brother. Good, okay. I'm glad. You got me excited.
2: That's right. Like you, you keep that spirit up, brother Patrick Lumumba. Keep that spirit up because we're going to carry that all the way into next weekend, where you're going to have brothers and sisters from hopefully across this country on a grassroots level to come to Mississippi to listen and learn and to get marching orders to do the work to help Mississippi, but also too to help us where we are in our community because there is no meccas, there 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 is no paradise, there is no. Uh, uh, like they talking about here in Atlanta, Wakanda. Atlanta, Atlanta ain't no damn Wakanda. Shit, we don't even have a supermarket in Atlanta, man. We don't even have a, we don't even have a supermarket that's ours. Everything and where we go, only thing that we have is barber shops and and some restaurants. You know, a few closed places here and there. Nah, man, we don't have that even here in Atlanta, man. So, yeah, yeah, go ahead. But no liquor store. No, liquor stores.
7: No, <laughs> hey, no. Is this Jay? Yeah, that's all they got in the hollow. Is churches, liquor stores, and everything else basically is owned by others. And to be honest with you, um, the liquor stores are owned by others. also. exactly, I mean, exactly. In Harlem, in, in in Harlem, um, I think black people may own maybe 5 to 10% of the businesses. And, um, you know, I'm being generous in a sense. But, you know, y- your brother and the sister there, you know, their, their comments are, are excellent, man. I mean, if you think about it, I hope when he addresses – the people on the weekend that he says to them, We have to figure out a way how to bring our people back home and to build up places like Mississippi. And the one thing that we need to do is this time be able to secure them from the violence that these crackers seem to gravitate towards once they see that we've built something for ourselves. The first thing they like to do is just tear it down when they can't compete. But I mean, you know, like he was saying, Chuckway, I mean, Chuckway was a visionary man. I, I I mean, you know, during that period of time, um, there was some attorneys, man, that were absolutely real thought leaders within our community that created, you know, unfortunately, the trash like Sharpton. Because I, I'll give you a quick example. I would say one of the finest, and I mean the finest, pork chop chicken eating preacher I ever met in my life. And, and I I really have no love for pork chop chicken eating pimp preachers was william augustus jones out of brooklyn and he had a brother by the name of lewis clayton jones and lewis clayton jones was probably an attorney that people that's really in the movement and that are real like students of struggle on the East Coast, is like he was the architect of what, in a sense, automatics became. Mm-hmm. It was Louis Clayton Jones that was representing um, this brother by the name of Michael Stewart, who put forward the agenda that gave us Sharpton. And what happened was then they had the situation with Tawana Brawley right. and Right, that propelled Sharpton to the lineup. Line. Right. During that period of time, Alton became, you know, kinda in the forefront with Sharpton, right. C Vernon Mason and blah mm-hmm. blah blah. But it was the architect of Lewis Clayton Jones that um set it up to whereas he told Alton that he needed to get a special prosecutor. Now also within that circle was Chuckway. And these these cats are really, really, truly the architects and, and they don't get a lot of credit and a lot of people don't know about them. But Lewis Clayton Jones and Chuckway Lamon and um michael warren and a couple of other attorneys were really the template of putting forward this so-called movement and struggle and then out of it came the piece of trash shopping and whatever but what i'm basically trying to say is that um brother patrick was saying about chuckway chuckway had a vision and Unfortunately, the ancestors didn't keep him around long enough, and I don't know if his son has the same type of vision. From what I'm witnessing, I really don't think he does, but he's better than, you know, some okay. other. Well, we'll see.
2: We'll, uh, I'm quite sure you'll be there.
7: What I'm trying to say is the vision that Brother Patrick was talking about is, you know, something that maybe, Patrick, you need to sit down and formulate it more and put it more into practice of trying to get a small group of people because like you said the five p's or the three p's or whatever they ain't for that type of um, development but if you could get 10 families or something like that to start the process man Something positive could come from that because, to be honest with you, I think that's what we need as a as a people to move forward. Yeah, I hear you, Jay. Let me get another caller in. Mama Nabantu,
2: Mama Nabantu, good afternoon.
8: Well, good afternoon. How
2: is everything? All right.
5: Good, good. Um, I'm just listening in. I just called in. I'm busy dealing with uh, marketing the Collegene Cultural Festival. All that's right.
2: Now, when is, the Green, when is the Collier Green Cultural Festival going to take place?
5: Uh, on October 7th. Okay. And we're combining our efforts with the Black Sustainability Summit, which begins on the 6th. And there will be a new Black Wall Street on the 6th. And it will be the State of Black Sustainability. What's going on globally with our sustainability um, efforts and projects across the globe. All right. And then... Sunday, uh, the sustainability will be uh, be with us at the college at the promised land, and I think the third day sustainability is going to uh, Chattanooga Elementary School for some more workshops. So okay. that's what's going on. That's what I'm working on.
2: Right on, sister. Right on, Mama Nabantu. appreciate you, um, uh, you so to have somebody invited. Uh, have you? Were you aware of the conference in, in uh, Jackson, Mississippi next next weekend? What what conference? The sustainability, uh, oh. the the seventh annual Building Power Summit, Black Power Summit in. Uh, I can hardly hear you. There's a lot of background noise. I know. Let me let me try to close some things, and hope hopefully that'll work. Yeah, um, it's going to be Brilliant. next weekend. Uh, in Jackson, Mississippi. Mississippi. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Did you say a sustainability
5: conference in Mississippi?
2: No, 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 no. Black Building Seventh Annual Building Power Summit
0: in oh. Jackson,
2: yeah, in Jackson, Mississippi. That's okay. next Friday. Next Friday, the 15th, Saturday, and Sunday, at a, okay. m- a few locations on on Friday, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's going to be at the Smith-Robertson Museum in Jackson, Mississippi. And then on Saturday, the 16th, from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., it's going to be at Tougaloo College in Jackson, Mississippi. And then on Sunday, the 17th, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., the uh, Stringer Grand Lodge in Jackson, Mississippi. And many speakers. You You
5: have flyers, information?
2: Yeah. I, I, in fact, let me see if I can send you what I. Ha- yeah, I'm I will. I'm sending it to you right now, Mama Nabantu. I'm sending it to you right now. Hopefully, I can get this to oh, you. Okay. Thank you so. Yeah. Okay. Because
5: well, that'll be a good place to market the festival as well.
2: Yeah.
5: Yeah.
2: I just sent it to you, so hopefully you got it. Okay. Oh, I heard it. Yeah, I got it. Okay. I got. It. Okay. Uh, let me, let me catch brother Paul from the UK, brother Paul, let me catch brother Paul. Good, Good, Good afternoon, my brother. Good afternoon. We have, uh, brother Paul, we have, uh, uh, brother Patrick Lamumba and, and, uh, sister Crystal, uh, for the seventh annual power summit that takes place next weekend in Jackson, Mississippi.
4: I've
9: been listening to the program. Great program and great guests. Um, The only thing I say, there's not much time, but that that water situation is just mind blowing. It is. I know. I just pathetic. I I just don't. I just don't get it. But you know, when I was listening, I was just thinking. I mean, years ago, I remember um, speaking on a, a, a show and um, uh, I was um, interacting with the um, presenter on that particular platform, and to me, what came to mind, I I just thought this water thing is um, a human rights issue. That's the only thing I can think of every time I hear it. It's a human rights issue. And I, you know, no um, disparity to anybody, but I just feel that it should be made a human rights issue and dealt with on an international basis, and attracting international media because it's, uh, it's it, water is a human right. It, there's yeah. no, you it's can't, essential. I, I can't see it It's essential. Under, yeah, I can't see it positioned under anything else other than a human right. Therefore, it should be done on in a human rights court. You know what I mean? Meaning that mm-hmm. if, if the water isn't right, it's the government it should be at, uh, um, taken to court because it's the government who should be responsible.
4: You right. understand? Yes.
9: But, I, you know, these are just the things that come into my head, but um, you know, great show, and and, and I, I, you know, I want to say also, um, brother Jay, I commend him on um, his um information and uh, the way he delivered his information today. You know what I mean? I mean, I know good. he's been on some chill pills, but you know, it was it was it was good, it was good to hear that. stuff. Right stuff Good. All yeah. right, all right.
2: Yeah, that's uh, it. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother Paul. Appreciate you, man. And uh, we only have a couple of minutes. I'm going to have Brother uh, Patrick Lumumba close us out. Brother Lumumba.
3: Well, listen here, Baba. Baba Oshie, man, listen. I'm grateful, mightily grateful, for the opportunity to be able to promote the 7th Annual Black Liberation Movement Elmer Toronto Pratt uh, Building Power Summit free the land, Undivide, and reclaim uh, I'm happy to know that our brothers are coming in uh, from various places across the, the land. Um, I'm just happy, you know, right now. I, I, I was experiencing some anxiety because, you know, I haven't been as involved in promoting and preparing this year because of the great uh, effort of the Elmer Geronimo Pratt Gun Club and the people that surround us now uh, that have come like a cavalry, you know, to help this effort and to push this effort even farther, alone. And I'm grateful that people like yourself is conveying the message of black liberation, black sovereignty, black power across these airways still exist. When I ran across Brother Elliot and Brother Richard last year, uh, it was a divided experience. And I knew I had to have them come to Mississippi the first opportunity we had. But knowing my brother Ocean would be coming too. So man, we're going to have a grand time what we call Christian what we call mega ever deal, uh, what I'm calling the Africa of the Western Hemisphere, because black people that's here, we got to make a strong determination to nation build, to become pan-Africanist, and to become a sovereign people in governance, you know, ourselves. So say, I'm just grateful for the opportunity. I yield to Sister Crystal. I think we got another minute if she have anything uh, for us to say, but I'm grateful, brother, and I'm grateful for the callers, and I'm just grateful for the aptitude that y'all take us to, with these conversations that you have on the radio.
2: Right on. Well, well, we'll have some more conversation next week, dear brother, before we before the conference begins. Yeah. Sister Crystal, do you have anything
5: to add? Just want to echo what Brother Patrick said. I'm excited. Uh, you know, many times we said we think this will be our best summit ever, and it is the seventh, seventh, seventh annual, the seventh annual. We are extremely proud of that. We have not let anything deter us from, organizing and galvanizing our people to come back and get the, uh, the inspiration and encouragement that's needed to
2: continue to fight. All right. I say, thank you. Thank you, family. We end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Pico, the most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind, but not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do without, and they sure the hell don't want to pay for it. That's a Dr. John Henry Clark quote. That's right. <laughs> and so, brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful day. Hotel means go in peace. Sante sana means thank you. Bibi Fahadie means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, we will Be victorious. All right, family. Peace.